Howdy, hello. Hey, Jamie. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. How are you doing today? Uh, you know, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, today, we're, oh, Jesus Christ, we're going to talk about, I guess, what it, what's apparently one of your favorite movies? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds of Lambs is, like, like, you were pumped when I told you were watching this. <laughs> yeah, no, when you gave me, like, the breakdown of the uh, season, there mm -hmm. were a few movies where I was just like, oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I have uh, some kind of investment in this. <laughs> Great. Glad so to hear that. So the season is automatically elevated over Harry Potter. <laughs> Well, I mean, I had that feeling. I had a feeling you'd feel that way, anyways. So. Um, but yeah, no, Silence of the Lambs, mm -hmm. directed by Jonathan Demme, starring Jodie Foster. Oh, I thought you were gonna continue going. <laughs> I was like, yeah, keep doing my job for me, Mister Anthony, Ho <laughs> Sir Anthony Hopkins. Is he is he knighted? Zorro himself. Oh. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. Pretty sure. <laughs> if I'm wrong, uh, I'm not sorry. He deserves to be knighted. Can if I anything, a... the queen should be apologizing to us. Can I get a Zach check on that? Okay, excellent. Speaking of Zach check, you have a fuzz on your beard, and it's really bothering me. <laughs> I thought he just had a white hair. No, it's... Come here, sweetie. Jackson's going to grab it for you. You just mommed him. M minus the, like, licking your thumb and, like, wiping something off his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want it to come out like this, but I am Zach's biological father. <laughs> Yeah, Philly Hops? <laughs> Stop it. I quit. <laughs> he also, he does, um, like, a painting, and I've seen a gallery of his work in Maui. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I what went and walked fuck? through, and I was like, this is fucking dope. <laughs> Wait, that actually is rad. Does it like, like landscapes and, like, the beach at night and shit like that. I was hoping he'd be more like a Francis Bacon. I was like, yeah, let's see the art of Hannibal Lecter. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. watch Hannibal. The movie Hannibal? Don't watch it. I just want to see it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's got, like, very intense. That movie is terrible. Like, I could taste your distaste. Watch the show Hannibal. <laughs> Where's that? And the first part of the third season is basically the movie Hannibal, but done correctly. Like, done <laughs> well. Yeah? <laughs> As a piece of good storytelling. Oh, good. <laughs> Yeah, see, I haven't seen it, so. Yeah, no, the show Hannibal's fantastic from start to finish. I haven't seen the movie either. I was just like, it, it I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I've heard that, so that's why I was just like, meh. It bad, and then the movie Red Dragon is like not great, but it's passable. Hmm. Uh, probably, but like, just nothing. Nothing is as good. Nothing that's ever been done with these characters, mm -hmm. even the books they're based on. Is as good as Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs is a work of art. It's fantastic. No, it's a great fucking movie. Um, <clears throat> really fucking. How do you want to? How do you want to dive into this? Do you want to talk about whatever the connections to Ed Gein? Do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, you Tom seem very Harris excited about something. Books, or do you want? I just love this movie. This movie is fantastic. Okay, great. So we can start with because the connection to Ed Gein is pretty loose. Again. Yeah, woman suit. Yeah, woman suit. Um, specifically skim skinning people and wanting to wear it. <laughs> no crazy man. Um, we can talk about... I say we can talk about the other influences, too, because um, other uh, other serial killers were... Oh, yeah, there's some hard Ted Bundy in this at the, yep. when he captures the, the daughter. Yes. Uh, and he's wearing the fake cast. Mm-hmm. He's like, could you help me out? <laughs> um, oh, I really appreciate it. There's... What are you about a size eight and a half? <laughs> Uh, first of all, he asked if uh, she was a 14. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I think. 14 or 16. 
Either way, like a, a semi-thick bitch. Big through the hips. <laughs> yeah. <A little> roomy. <laughs> I can only say that because uh, been there. <laughs> but, um, but there's also a lot of um, relations to Ed Kemper. Um, oh, that's the gentleman they interview in the first season. Of, yes, of yeah, uh, Hunter. Yes, it is. And then the, who was the? Uh, there was one other one. Um, hold on, I had it oh, pulled up on my watch phone. Mind Hunter for this. <laughs> We can. I love Mind Hunter, and now we know it's only ever going to be two seasons because the world is terrible. <laughs> Fucking a. Oh, and then uh, Gary Hindnick. I don't know who that is. Okay, great. So I'm glad that you asked. <laughs> Basically, he would. Um, I think he killed like six or ten women, um, and he <laughs> locked them in a pit in his basement. Who knows about the four? It doesn't matter. Six or ten. <laughs> it's six, uh, five to ten. We'll say, like you know, less. Sure. You know, whatever. I want to, six is in my head, but I yeah, think that you know, might not women. be correct. <laughs> but he had a pit in his basement that he would lock them in, so that's where that came from. Was he doing a similar thing, or he was trying to loosen them up? So no, okay. he would lock them in there and then torture and, and then rape and kill them. Jesus Christ, the light just turned on and that was petrifying. Oh, right. <laughs> um, and I believe he was also a necrophiliac. Like so, after so he was Ed. Yes, so <laughs> so was Ed. <laughs> Um, but I just love how all these guys' names are like Ed and Gary. <laughs> like, they're like dorkiest white dude names. Because <laughs> we're all dorky white dudes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's the word I would use to call them. <laughs> Piece of shit white men? <laughs> no, I mean, like, uh, well, that's redundant. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those were all of the like main influences for Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Kind of, so... Ed, Ed Gein was like a major player there. He's a real amalgamation. That's something we should yeah. put at the top is that Buffalo Bill is not like one real <laughs> psychological profile. He's not an actual depiction. Like he is a movie monster. Yes. When this movie came out, it got a lot of heat, especially from like the trans community and mm-hmm. the LGBTQ community. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think what we need to understand before we talk about the rest of it, and they talk mm-hmm. about it in the movie, but like it's sort of glossed over is that Buffalo Bill is not a depiction of a trans no man he's or not a trans woman correct <clears throat> he does that's not his actual psychology Buffalo Bill is somebody who hates himself and wants to be something else mm-hmm. and he mistakes that for wanting to be a, or thinking he's a woman on the inside right. but he's he's something completely different right so he's not an actual trans individual just he just wants to yeah. not be himself right Zach, can you stop fucking with the lights? And there's a lot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot of the book, mm-hmm. um, Silence of the Lambs. It's basically, even though it's a sequel to Red Dragon, it's basically mm-hmm. like a remake of Red Dragon. Okay, I didn't know Red that. Dragon, the serial killer, the dragon, mm-hmm. is somebody who's trying to transform, and t- in that, it's from himself into the dragon. Oh. Um, and then, then in this, it's much more complicated and nuanced and weird and interesting. Um, so it's kind of like, um, I don't know when this episode's going to come out in relation to it, so... Because uh-huh. I can't do math in my head. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of like when we talked about uh, on our Halloween special, how yeah. there's, like, the murderer, but that's not him. Like, it's a... Disassociation. Right. Yeah. A but. little bit. But it's... In in Red Dragon, it's there's... A, also, much like Ed Gein, uh, mm-hmm. he was raised by a uh, really horrible maternal figure who really <laughs> fucked him up inside. Well, I mean, truly, that's... And Norman Bates. I was going to say, <laughs> like, um, truly um, a, a common thread in a lot of these individuals. Yeah. 
so in the in in, the, in these cases it's not that they disassociate and it's not them doing the horrible things they do they just flat out want to be something else somebody yeah. else they just don't want to be themselves they don't want to carry what they're carrying they don't want to be themselves they hate themselves physically emotionally they're like, I, i'm just gonna reincarnate myself yeah, as a I new just human want to be other or a new thing i want to be other yeah, yeah exactly got it yeah because i haven't read the books so, so um so i'm sure it'll give a lot more context yeah um i do think that the movie does more yeah <laughs> than the like thomas harris is a really interesting writer mm-hmm. like he basically wrote those two books and it's like i'm kind of done and then they came to him like later and they're like we want to make a sequel to silence of the lambs he's like i don't want to write a sequel to silence of the lambs it's really <laughs> hard it's really hard to write books <laughs> and they're like just do it we'll oh give you a whole bunch of money God. he's like fine here's a piece of garbage and they're like fine we'll make a piece of garbage oh my god <laughs> hannibal sucks <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. should have never made anything else after Silence of the Lamb. <laughs> um, wowzers. <laughs> uh, it's worth pointing out that Michael Mann made an adaptation of Red Dragon before the movie Silence of the Lambs called oh. uh, Manhunter, mm-hmm. uh, where Brian Cox plays Hannibal Lecter. Oh. Yeah. If anybody I've never heard of that. knows Brian Cox, you might like it. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very 80s. <laughs> Um, Do you say that in a good like or a bad way? In like the best way, not okay. '80s in like a pop '80s way, but '80s in like a like a art scene way. Got it. Um, yeah, Brian Cox is uh, the guy who played William Stryker in X Men Two. He's a really cool Scottish mm. actor. He pops up from time to time. He plays a really interesting Hannibal Lecter in that he's so different from Anthony Hopkins. Hmm. I may have to have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh worth a watch interessante well apparently um we're not watching hannibal anymore so yeah watch my watch manhunter instead <laughs> um since i got shot down <laughs> i'm just trying to help you hey i'm here for I'm all... like your guardian angel uh I if not, angels I were real i don't know if i'd go that far but i, I mean where were you when i fucking fell on my stove <laughs> you needed to learn a lesson yeah <laughs> god works in mysterious ways is that what people say when they want to excuse terrible shit but they can't back down on their dumb beliefs <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Christ. Really? Why did he invent cancer for children? Oh, well, he's trying to teach us a lesson. He sounds like an asshole. <laughs> well, are any life lessons fun? <laughs> Just kidding. <clears throat> um, anyways. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> anyway, Sounds of the Lambs. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Jonathan Demme. Okay. He's an awesome filmmaker. It's wild that they got him to direct this movie, because if you look at his filmography up to this, it's like a lot of like kind of wacky comedies and stuff like that. Like you made Married to the Mob with Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh yeah, I say there's a lot of like interesting things on here that sound very silly. Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing I've actually heard of, I don't think. Um, But anyway, as you were. Uh, but he's got a really interesting um, style mm-hmm. that gets like utilized in this movie to like awesome effect. There's so many crazy like extreme close-ups where characters are looking right into the right. camera. It's so creepy. Um, <laughs> it makes me very uncomfortable. And he's a very like he's a very empathetic filmmaker, and he makes mm-hmm. you really feel things. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, he especially makes you like puts you in the shoes of the main character, and you mm-hmm. really feel what Clarice Starling is feeling. And like one of the main themes of this movie is coveting mm-hmm. like wanting right. things like buffalo bill covets this transformation mm-hmm. and then clary starling the character clary starling is in this position where she's like a young attractive woman mm-hmm. in this world of men 
100%. And she's constantly being leered at, constantly being, like, looked up and down, constantly yep. being, like, awkwardly flirted with. Well, yeah, and then just not taken seriously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, but he really makes you feel that from, mm-hmm. like, the opening scene. I was at the very beginning, Where she's yeah. running in the woods, and then she gets into that elevator with all those massive dudes, and they all, they're all just looking at her. Like, all these, 20 pounds of her. There are these <laughs> first-person shots where she's walking through the hallway, and you just see, mm-hmm. like, the men passing by looking at her. Well, yeah, and even, like, the, like, prison guard guy's like, the fuck are you doing here? Like, yeah. No, and then <laughs> like, Dr. Chilton. You? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, Baltimore could be quite the fun town. <laughs> you guys such a slimy piece of shit. He's so good. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, like, makes my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but no, like, when I say, like, oh, like, I feel uncomfortable when I watch this movie, like, say skin crawl, like, I mean it in the best possible way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me make that very, very clear. Mm-hmm. We've also got uh, Tak Fujimoto, who's the cinematographer in this movie. This movie looks fucking beautiful and amazing. Yeah, I was like, it's it's very very well shot, and I mean honestly, it holds up very well for being what almost thirty years old. Uh, I think it came out in nineteen ninety one. Yes, it did. Yeah, thank you. You're God, welcome. I'm so good. <laughs> I'm so good. I have no notes. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I I have the Wikipedia page up, but that doesn't. Oh, you thank know. you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm glad one of us does. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what were you saying about the... I am Wikipedia. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of donating Wikipedia, I should start donating to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No. <laughs> Keep me going. Keep me independent. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> so what were you saying about the cinematography? Just that it, it's oh, okay. fantastic. It looks amazing. Uh, I believe he won an Oscar for this, or at least was nominated for an Oscar for this. Um... I also think uh, screenplay. I want to see if it did. Okay. Um, I, I literally just had it up what it won. Ah! And then I, like, actually switched uh, tabs. This was a movie that really, like, uh, kind of sw- swept the award season a little bit. Yeah, it won two. Um, it got Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah. So it won, what, five? Yeah. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, Orion Pictures that made this mm-hmm. and Dances with Wolves, both they both won Best Picture, and then they went out of business. <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> uh, just poor financial decisions, and they were a company that like gave filmmakers a lot of clout. Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes that works in your favor, and then sometimes you get RoboCop 3. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so. You know, haven't seen it, and... Uh, Don't. You know... First RoboCop's the only RoboCop we're seeing. You know, I'm going to be 100% honest, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, well... I, we've Are you surprised? We, no, we've discussed this before. That I'm a piece so, of shit? So not only... <laughs> that I'm a raging piece not of human garbage? Not only am I not surprised in general, but <laughs> I remember our conversations from one to the next. Unlike you. <laughs> hey, look. I'm like talking to an Alzheimer's patient. <laughs> I have ADHD, okay? Grandma, do you remember me? Who are you? Hmm? What? Who are you? What? I'm Zach's father. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be. (laughs) Y'all look nothing alike. (laughs) I'm just... What what was that? He just gave Yeah. He's like, obviously we do. I know, I was like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> enough about that. <laughs> On account of the beard. <laughs> yeah, just like I look like every other redhead. That totally works. You're not a real redhead, Jamie. Stop <laughs> trying to trick people. 
who am I fooling with this? <laughs> who do I think I'm tricking? Every time I make a comment about gingers, you're like, what? Yes, we. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Well, where am I supposed to fit in, okay? Just be yourself. <laughs> Have you seen my natural hair color? That's not cute. I think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no way. I've been dyeing my hair since the fifth grade. It's like a weird blonde color. Yeah, it's like a shitty mousy blonde. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. Got it. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, anywho. Anyway, so Gloria Starling uh, is a trainee, or she's still in yes. Academy, I guess. I think so. Like at she Quantico, she's graduated like her bachelor's in criminology or whatever yeah psychology. like she's like can't like be like 100 percent on her own type yeah, of thing i don't know how it works i don't Me either. really care yeah we're shit, not fbi agents one of the <laughs> shitty things about this movie um is that it like really boosted the recruiting numbers for the fbi like the same Did way, it really yeah the same way like top gun really boosted the navy recruitment numbers wait that's actually funny as fuck <laughs> yeah people saw this movie they're like i want to be an fbi agent um, and Jonathan Demi, like, at the time, like, he was a real liberal guy, and he was like, I don't know if I want to make a movie that glorifies the FBI like this. Like, the FBI fucking killed JFK and Martin Luther <laughs> King Jr. Um, okay, so the Wikipedia page is clarified. I was clarified, clarified it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, she's pulled from her training yeah. to do it. So, yeah, so he basically, yeah. like, he introduces that, like, this will be good for you, and if we just want to give a basic survey to this guy, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Uh, he's essentially sending her in as like bait because he knows this is exactly the kind of person Hannibal Lecter would love to eat (laughs) (laughs) see I didn't I I wasn't sure if it was that or if it was like oh they're both fucked up in the head he's sending her as bait well yeah he he knows it'll get Hannibal's guard down okay got it because he knows he'll chew her up and spit her out but like he wants to actually do that (laughs) right Got it. Okay, and that Jack makes Crawford sense. is like also a little bit attracted to Clarice. It's mm-hmm. like subtextual in this movie. In the book, it really goes into how like his wife has died fairly recently. Oh of, Jesus! Um, <laughs> I think cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it, it's a whole thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sends her to Hannibal Lecter, Ugh. who we meet in captivity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In his plexiglass yeah. fucking... <laughs> um, Hannibal Lecter, uh, it goes a little bit more into his backstory in the yes. book, but he was basically, like, a psychiatrist who, um... Just, like, s- like to s- surround himself with deviance and, mm-hmm. like, like to seed the world with monsters. It talks about how he would go as an expert witness to trials yes. and, like, get killers off. Which is fucking <laughs> nuts. shit like that. Like, people he knew were monsters. He just wanted them loose in the world. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> He's a real fucking great monster of a character. Yeah, Again, absolutely. if anybody has never seen the show Hannibal, it's three terrific seasons. Mads Mikkelsen is Hannibal Lecter. It's so fucking good. Hmm. I'm gonna look up and see where you can stream that. Uh, I don't know where it is. It might still be on Netflix. Uh, streaming. It it is still on Netflix. Oh, and it's also on Amazon Prime. Nice. It originally aired on NBC, which was really weird because it was so fucking graphic. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there was shit where I was like, what the fuck? You can't show this on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. It's the best. Especially, like, network television. (laughs) Yeah. NBC. I don't know. I feel like I, I, I don't want to say it's like a little risque, but like no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like what are you? Like what? What's on there? Like what happened? Friends. Like, no. Or you mean on Hannibal? Yes. On the show Hannibal. Yes. Well, so they show like shit where like 
So the first season is uh, very procedural, mm-hmm. where they like go and they solve crime by crime, and it's Will Graham who's the main character of the mm-hmm. book Red Dragon, and then he gets like basically partnered up with Hannibal Lecter as like a consulting oh, psychologist. That's wild. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and they just like they find these crime scenes where it's like. One episode is this: there's a guy who abducts people and keeps them alive, but buries them alive so that they can feed, like, mushrooms that he harvests. And they find these bodies with just, like, mushrooms springing out of them. What the fuck? <laughs> or there's, like, a guy who's obsessed with... God, what is the episode? Like, he's obsessed with um, angels, and, he like, they find these bodies, and they're put in these positions where they're praying, but their backs are flayed open, and then the oh, flaps fun. are lifted up, so they're, like, angel wings. Jesus fuck. Yeah, and they just show it. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Okay, wow. Well, color me surprised. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's such a good show. Well, maybe I know what I'm doing later. There you go. Maybe. We'll You're see. welcome. I'm going to watch more Lovecraft Country later. Is that good? It's great. Because uh, Mackenzie told me I should watch it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get around to it. But instead, I've been watching an ungodly amount of 90 Day Fiance. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I am a piece of shit. <laughs> Like, I can't tell you how much 90 Day Fiance I've watched in the Get last week, Jackson. out of here. <laughs> so much. Why do you like this? <laughs> um, in other trash TV news, Zach and I also started The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And it's just I saw Zach talking about The Bachelorette, I think, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we're a um, little peek behind the curtain. Um, if anyone's interested in The Bachelorette, um, Zach and I on Weekend Plans are going to do recaps of the episodes. <laughs> 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 no. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I can unsubscribe for a few weeks. <laughs> no, it's going to be like a sub-series. Oh. <laughs> it's like literally, like it's going to be like your guys' regular show and then mm-hmm. our spinoff that's Bachelorette talk. <laughs> that's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Have a grown-ass man talk about The Bachelorette. <laughs> I think it's mostly men that watch The Bachelorette. <laughs> well, no. So it's one chick with like all the dudes. I know. Oh, really? Yeah. Everybody who's ever talked to me about The Bachelorette is guys. Oh, see, I've never met a man. There's that probably watched guys it. who watch it with their girlfriends. Or probably. Their partners. Yeah, because the only people I knew that watched it were like Mackenzie and Victoria, and like mm-hmm. all my other girlfriends, and all of their SOs were just like, "Yeah, fuck that noise." Yeah, see you later. Uh, but no, um, Zach is thoroughly enjoyed to make fun of it. So, anyways, enough about that. This. I'm gonna go watch the strongest man competition. <laughs> <laughs> Man, those guys are strong. <laughs> Man, those guys are strong. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go watch something with some pew-pews after that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Back to skidding people. Yeah. Uh, so, she goes to meet Hannibal Lecter. Yes. It's a real fat, fantastic introduction. <laughs> Where she walks down that haunted house hallway. Of all these bad, bad men. In the basement of this institution. Of this institution of the worst people. And at the very end is Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. in his nice pressed jumpsuit coveralls, standing, waiting for her. He's like, hey, bitch. He's unfailingly polite. And. Good like, evening. Yes. I would say, the, like, tone he like does with his voice is the most unsettling oh it's so good but it's so good <laughs> like every time he speaks i'm just like what did he say to you like i want to vomit a little bit multiple mix but in the next cell <laughs> but i can't stop <laughs> he said i can smell your cunt yes. interesting <laughs> i myself cannot <laughs> see there he is with that politeness <laughs> yeah he's fantastic 
<laughs> the other thing about Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. is he can't stand people who are rude. <laughs> That's mainly the people he kills and eats. Yeah, I was gonna say when which he's is loose is people with no with no <laughs> no morals. No, no, not no morals. No uh, um, manners. manners. That's the word I was looking you. for. No I was manners. like, even when I said it, I was like, that was wrong. People who are boorish. I mean, honestly, people, people... he finds gauche. I think we should eliminate those people, too. You know, p- people that, you know, didn't learn from their mothers properly. Yeah, hashtag Hannibal did nothing wrong. <laughs> I mean, honestly... Free Hannibal. <laughs> if we're going to free Joe Exotic, we might as well free him. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Joe Exotic didn't kill anybody either. <laughs> he kills a lot of tigers. Allegedly. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Footage of him mistreating him. I'm joking. <laughs> fuck Joe Exotic. And also fuck Carol Baskin. Just to make that very clear. Oh yeah, clear. she killed her husband. 100. percent Um, so <laughs> I, saw, I saw someone like a thing on Facebook or Twitter or somewhere. Someone was like, "Oh, me and my husband are dressing up as Carol Baskin and Don Baskin, but like, uh, he's gonna be like, like undead Don Baskin." That's fun. And I was like, I kind of love that. Like, wait. <laughs> Um. Anyways, sorry, my digression again. Um. So yes, they finally meet. <laughs> um. And she's like, "Yo, I have this wild man," and he's like, "Yes, I'm very aware." Yeah, he's like, Tell, get, "Show me the file. I want to know about it." And she's like, "No, no, 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 no. You can't have that." <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> she's like, eh. <laughs> "No, no, sir, you cannot have that." <laughs> she does a no-no dance. Yep. But then uh, it ends no, up no. not working. No, no. Because she ends up giving it to him anyways. <laughs> well, that's when she goes back, right? Well, yes. <laughs> because initially she goes back to Crawford. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, honestly, makes <laughs> the worst deal. <laughs> yeah, they, they, so they come up with a whole... So <laughs> <laughs> We're skipping forward. But <laughs> yeah, we cut through um, the daughter of a U.S. senator. Uh, it was a senator or congressperson. It, it, doesn't, a, it doesn't matter. Yeah, driving home, <laughs> listening to some Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. <laughs> Yes. American Girl, some hot fire. <laughs> some hot fire. <laughs> There's a dude in the parking lot of her apartment complex he's trying to get a couch in the back of a real creepy van. And she helps she's, him? Yeah, she's a real nice lady. Against she her better judgment. Yeah. Well, because like, she's like very apprehensive at first. She's like, eh, should I stop? Help me out. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, yikes, maybe Ted I Levine. <laughs> Ted Levine is Jamie Gum, Buffalo Bill, so named because he skins his humps. <laughs> Yes. Is fucking awesome in this movie. No, absolutely, like a treasure. <laughs> yeah, no, this is like one of those roles. This guy's done a lot. Where it's weird because mm-hmm. he almost always plays cops when you see him after this movie. Oh, that is weird. <laughs> yeah, he was like for the rest of his life trying to be like, I'm not Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not paint me as a horrible human being. <laughs> I think a lot of people know him as the uh, cop foil from the show Monk. I was gonna say like that's where I recognize him. Yeah. Um. Uh, he's in like um other movies that I've like the remake of Hills Have Eyes from 2006 season that oh that's fun um I just pulled up his thing what else is he in oh Memoirs of a Geisha um oh yeah he's in all sorts of shit yeah he plays a cop a lot interesting he's a really good actor but in this he's fucking like this is a (laughs) defining role like he's so good in this movie yeah so I'm looking on his Wikipedia there's so many sheriff like the the roles yeah (laughs) colonel colonel sheriff captain warden yeah. <laughs> General Sheriff. Jesus Christ. He wears a real fine mustache. I think that's why he gets so many cop rolls. 
wears a fine mustache. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Anyways. The man really rocks a tash. Ew. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Anyways, but, uh, I mean, to be fair, any good cop in a movie, well, any cop in a movie should have a good stash. Yeah, you should have a mustache. If you can't grow a mustache, don't become a cop. No, just quit. Also, don't become a cop. No. <laughs> Definitely don't. Just, just don't even try. I'm looking at you, Monty. <laughs> He's, he's not listening to this. Uh, Jess's roommate, oh. who is a cop. <laughs> Jess is a roommate? Yes. Oh. Yes. They, um, one of their buddies, Monty, who is a Sacramento police officer. Oh. Oh. Yes, that guy. Okay. <laughs> it's okay they don't listen to this. There's no way he does. So. <laughs> I'll talk all the shit I want. Fuck you, Monty. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're, not, you're a fine guy. Might as well be a fluffer. <laughs> More dignity. Anyways, but he doesn't have a mustache, so... <laughs> mm. Clean shaven. Hmm. No commitment. No commitment. <laughs> I feel like, you know, job security is the mustache. Yeah, for real. Yeah, they're like, oh, like, you've been here for five years and you don't have any facial hair? Get the fuck Not out. Not one of us. Nope. <laughs> At least at, like, a five o'clock shadow. Like, if you're gonna do, you know, be that guy. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's a shoe fits. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> enough about that. <laughs> Anyways, yes, as we um, have stated, he's an absolute gem. You've muted your microphone somehow. There you go. <laughs> you weren't talking anyway, yeah, so it's fine. Yeah, I wasn't talking anyway. But all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, that's not moving. <laughs> Thank God I looked. <laughs> that could have been horrific. <laughs> I've been like, wow, really? Jamie really uh, dominates this episode. <laughs> Said nobody ever. <laughs> um... <laughs> What were you saying before I rudely interrupted you about Monty? <laughs> Something about cops and mustaches and... Oh, just that he always okay. plays a cop. Okay, great. But there were, I feel like there he was... rocks a tash. Yes. <laughs> but there was a... I th... You had a point about him, I thought, before the... Oh, just that, like, he... <laughs> this is a career-defining role, and then for the rest of his career, he's, like, trying to do other things. Uh, like, I feel like they were probably... It. They probably offered him roles like this for the rest of his career, and he was like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> no moss. I can't. Because <laughs> I've read interviews with him before where he really mm-hmm. struggled to find the humanity in this role because it's really written to be... Oh, yeah, completely. Just like a, a monster. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and I feel like what he captures is the... Like, the anger that's generated at the, like, the abuse that he kind of suffered when he was a kid, and Mm -hmm. just the way that he hates himself. Oh, Um, absolutely. And just, like, his fucking... I don't know what it is. I have a favorite Buffalo Bill moment in this movie, Mm -hmm. and it's probably not the same as everybody else's. What is it? (laughs) I feel like everybody loves the tuck. I mean, that part's good. Would you fuck me? Yeah. I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. Um, But my favorite Buffalo Bill moment in this movie is after he puts her in the Mm-hmm. In, the, t- in, in the, the pit. In the pit. <laughs> and it's the, the lotion. Like, it puts the lotion on yeah. her skin. But then she sees the fingernails in the the wall, and she realizes, like, she's not the first. A and, bitch like, is fucked. Yeah. yeah. Other people have been in here, and it has not ended well. Yeah. And she starts screaming, and then he starts screaming. He's like, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> He's, like, screaming at her. <laughs> And, like, it's a little bit like he's mocking her, but also, like, he wants to be a woman, so he's like, oh, how do you do that? Is it, like, a little bit of a head shake? Like, Like he's practicing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, I actually quite enjoy that bit a lot, too. (laughs) 
Um, That's my favorite Buffalo Bill. I do that all the time, just in my day to day. You just scream. Don't you touch my fucking dog. <laughs> also, by the way, that was a fucking power move and a half. Precious? <laughs> yes. Um, She's hurt real bad, mister. She's going to need a vet. <laughs> God. But, I mean, truly, like I said, like, mm-hmm. genius. Do you think he drinks Trulies? Oh, probably. He doesn't. I don't think he would do Tooth Claws. Really? I feel like there are no laws with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but he's like, I drink Trulies because, like, everyone else drinks. i a real drinks. basic bitch. Right. <laughs> I only drink Trulies. <laughs> when I'm hanging out with my girlfriend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, good God! <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Anyways, <laughs> I just, I just had a great mental image when, though, when you were like, "Oh, I just do that all the time in my day to day life." Just you at the store, just doing that to like customers, <laughs> just randomly. I'm like shopping at Safeway. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> um. Yeah, just, like, going up to random people and just screaming at them. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> so, if you don't do start doing that at random strangers, I'm going to be thoroughly disappointed. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, wouldn't want to disappoint you. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> so, I also briefly want to talk about uh, the senator's daughter, Brooke Smith. Yeah. Uh, she's fantastic. I love her. Yeah, she gives a really great performance, and it's kind of a thankless role, because it's just... Yeah. Like woman in jeopardy, right? But like, I mean, like she kills it. Yeah, she's great. Um, like you really feel for her. So um, I know her from. She was also on uh, Grey's Anatomy for a good couple of seasons. Oh really? Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen anything else with her, or that I recognize her. From yeah. Well, I, re- I I when we were rewatching it, I was like, "Fuck, I, I do know her from somewhere." Like, what is it? And then like it finally dawned on me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but she was on there for. Oh, I'm gonna pull up that. Uh, she was. Do, 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 on like four or five seasons of Grey's Anatomy, like she was like a pretty long-standing character. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, because they have a lot of people that kind of like come in, in and out, but yeah. she was she was pretty long-standing it, yeah. it, early in the show too. So, um, <clears throat> while we're shouting out actors in this movie, I don't mm-hmm. know if you recognized him, probably not. But Jonathan Demme is one of these guys that has like a real like cast of characters that, that he, he likes brings with him from mm-hmm. movie to movie, and one of them is Tracy Walter. In this movie, he plays the uh, mortician. Mm-hmm. When they go see one of the bodies that they fished out of the river, mm-hmm. when oh. she's like, "Oh, there's something in her throat," and she and he's like, "Lots of times there's like bugs and stuff." Yes, that is Bob the Goon from Batman. No, Joker's little buddy Bob. No way. Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. Because he's best. He's besties with Jack Nicholson, and that's like Nicholson was like, "Oh, I wanted you to put my little buddy in this movie." Wait, that's so funny. <laughs> what if you played my little buddy in the movie? <laughs> that's actually hella funny, but yeah. um. No, I, I liked that little bit too. Like he like he's also just a perfect little creepy mortician. Yeah, no, he, like this movie's so perfectly populated with just like oddball characters. Yeah, like everyone's weird and it's great. I feel like this movie really inspired. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched David Lynch's TV show Twin Peaks. I've not. I feel like the vibe of this movie and like the way it can sort of like transition between like uncomfortable humor to like really stark horror mm-hmm. is like really what Lynch was like vibing on and just took it to the next level hmm. that first season of Twin Peaks I was like, I heard the first season's good yeah or the, Lar- the Lars like, von Trier show uh, Kingdom I haven't seen that either but I've also heard that that's fabulous wild. <laughs> <laughs> what's it about <laughs> it's a it's like takes place in a hospital 
Um, and it's like there's, but it, there's like ghosts and like weird shit happens where like babies are born with like fully developed human. Heads I thought you were just gonna say like babies that. are born. No, <laughs> that's like weird babies shit. With adult heads. <laughs> it's just a weird fucked up show, and it's wild. Ooh. <laughs> 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 like I mean, the I joke about it. is a strange, divisive character, but that show is really good. Hmm. I may have to give that a go. Mm-hmm. Anywho, if you can find it, if I can find it, <laughs> it's probably it's, it's like probably a somewhere. Show. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> but it's in English, <laughs> or is it subtitled? Uh, I think it's subtitled. Oh, okay. I can't remember. I, it was a long time ago. I, I, don't, I don't know. That kind of stuff just like runs together in my head. That's fair. <laughs> don't matter. Um. Anywho, what was I? I forget where. We're, oh, we were shouting out. Uh, minor. <laughs> yeah, I character. just want to talk about Tracy Walter. Okay, cool. Um. <laughs> but uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, da 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 da. Oh yeah, so the whole bit where she like gets the dog down like that's that's actually my favorite part of the whole movie oh really or he one of the tables yeah as the turntables yeah um because i feel like in most you know situations like this that are in media like the girl doesn't find a way to get free like they're, they're just painted as like a useless yeah, like victim freed. Yeah. yeah or like well, i mean even <laughs> i don't know i don't know how that would have resolved if clarice didn't show up like she put him right. in that mode, but I don't know that he would have let her out. I don't know either, but I feel like it. I feel like he would have just like made her suffer. Even more. <laughs> but I feel like she still could have stood a chance to escape. Yeah, no, you know what I mean? As wrong. opposed she to she has agency, like she took action. Right, like she didn't just let that's herself what makes us, like empathize with her even more. Right, and you're like, oh, she's not actually just a dumb bitch. Like she's yeah. <laughs> like a free thinker and is actually smart. Yeah, she's like, a smart bitch. Yeah, unlike you know, dumb bitches like me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what my favorite scene in this movie is. Do you... This wasn't your first time watching it, right? No. I've seen it like four or five times. Okay, because I watched it fairly recently, Mm -hmm. like a month or so ago, with somebody who hadn't seen it before. Oh, that's fine. And I was like studying them Mm -hmm. for their reaction of the scene after Hannibal escapes. Yes. Um, And they find the guard with the mutilated Mm -hmm. face. Did you... The first time you saw this, do you know... Did that trick you? Hannibal wearing the guy's face. Did, oh, 100%. You, like when he sits up in the ambulance, were you like, fuck? Yeah. I was like, Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, huh, like, where could he have gone? Like, is he stuck somewhere? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then, oh, sure enough, he's not. <laughs> That's my favorite sequence in this movie, that whole escape sequence. And then it's just, very like, good. All the stuff of the cops, like, waiting for the elevator. The gentleman with the mustache that, like, goes all the way <laughs> to, like, the corners of his cheeks. <laughs> it's got awful ugly. No it's one should ever have that facial hair. Crazy. <laughs> like no, like not. You know, I know you were just talking about a good stash. That's not a good stash. I love, love, love that whole sequence, and I love like all the bits of the cops. And like, is it true what it, what they say about him? <laughs> Some kind of vampire. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So like, <laughs> the fact that you know he gets moved from like his maximum security, whatever the fuck. To just like a cage in the yeah, middle well, of like a room. it's a, it's a um, I know it's like a temporary it's thing. It's a temporary thing they set up because they're in a courthouse. Right. Um to meet with that senator. I know it's just the most wild thing. <laughs> and he does it just so he control her. Yeah. <laughs> and then fuck with her. <laughs> Tell me, mom. <laughs> oh, uh, Senator, one more thing. Love your suit. <laughs> He's so good. Ugh, Take yeah. that thing back to Baltimore. And then you get to see like just how big a piece of shit Chilton is when he's like talking to the press and he's like, Well, that's a matter of public record, but my name is Frederick Chilton. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolute slime ball. Yeah. I'm really glad Hannibal Hannibal eats him at the end. Hannibal? Hannibal. 
actually think I like the Hannah burgers. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Patent pending. <laughs> Come on down to Hannah Burgers, my horror-themed restaurant. You need to get a patent on this right now. <laughs> stop what you're doing. We're going to stop this podcast. <laughs> It'll go great after my uh, Big Trouble Little China-themed Chinese restaurant. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've not heard this business proposal. <laughs> yeah. Also, I want to start an 80s-themed restaurant called Hungry Like the Wolf. <laughs> Um, has Zach ever told you about his bar idea? No, what is it? Um, project yourself so people, the, the, the kids can hear you. So basically... I like the character Fallout Boy from The Simpsons. Oh my god. So, basically the bar is... is Zach's sad now. <laughs> okay, it's fine. But uh, the bar would be called Under the Cork Tree, which it's uh, one of their album names. The bar would just be called The Cork Tree. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Every night is emo night. Okay. Because like, that's all the music we're going to play, basically. Sure. That's fun. <laughs> so it's yeah. essentially like a, like a classic rock old theme bar for, like, our, the for our generation. For our generation. Yeah. So, like, think retro junkie, but, like, for millennials. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you don't know what retro junkie is. I know what retro junkie is. Okay, great. Because you made a face when I, I said that. I was just trying to, like, think of what the music the millennials grew up listening to was. Because, um, like, I was, like, really into The Clash and The Sex Pistols. But I don't I don't know well, what, like, stuff, like, the like, actual music of the time was. Yeah, like, so, like, we're thinking kind of, like, pop punk alternative bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, like, every night's emo, emo like night. bad Green Day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Post Dookie Green Day. Yeah. I mean, like, pretty much. Sure. Yeah, Fall Out Boy, Panic of the Disco, all that fun stuff. Have I told you about my idea for a Wiggles-esque children's band called Red Hot Silly Peppers? (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate you so much. (laughs) No, you've not told me that. I, I don't know if I can release this episode because all the IP that you're just <laughs> giving away. Fair use. <laughs> we need to, like, trademark everything that you just... <laughs> uh, can we just rebrand Hot for Content as the Red Hot Silly Peppers? <laughs> Is that not the four of us? <laughs> Do you all play instruments? Zach can play the drums. Can you? All He's, right. like, actually a good drummer. Go. Jess seems like a tambourine player. <laughs> um, I've seen her in a lot of fun hats. She seems like she could have been in Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually her goal. <laughs> Jess, if you're listening to this, tell me if you still want to be Stevie Nicks. Yeah. <laughs> but no, a bitch loves How a good... How much cocaine can you do? <laughs> um, I that's think the real question. She, I think she's still pumping, so probably none. I think she's still doing a tiny Isn't bit. Is Emerson like over a year old? Well, yeah, but you can still like supplement with breast milk. Oh, uh, but should you? I'm yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. I don't have an opinion on it. <laughs> well, as I'm a, not that guy. As a, someone without but a uterus. Should you? <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I played the piano for a couple years. You know, good enough. Everything is percussion based in this <laughs> in this scenario. <laughs> What can you play? Uh, I would be the lead singer. Oh, okay, got it. Do you have any song ideas? Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> we can talk about that off air. 
I'm petrified. <laughs> <laughs> we would just kidify Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> So actually, <laughs> what's really funny about that, and this is w- uh, such a long tangent. Um, so back in the day, me and Brandon used to roll around in his beige Nissan Altima. Fuck. And beige. <laughs> it was called the beige. <laughs> and um, we would listen to rap songs and we would sing them, but instead of all the bad words, <laughs> um, we would replace them with like non-swear words. And yes. we were yes. like, you know, they have like young money and like all these different things. Um, we are clean currency, <laughs> where we take all, all of the rap songs and just make them like kids' pop versions, basically. So like somewhere on my Facebook, I, we like made a Facebook page for it. Like it was like a whole thing. Like <laughs> we tried to like get it to take off, but like none of our friends were down. <laughs> so I feel like this is the reincarnate of it, but this is better. Thank you. <laughs> um, we get a million ideas. They we need re- someone to pay you. They all require more follow through than I'm willing to commit. <laughs> so you mean like any amount? <laughs> I work too hard at my day job. <laughs> Perfect. Um, do we want to continue talking about this movie now? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. What you got? Uh, I forgot where we were left off. So we were talking about the Hannibal escape. <laughs> yes. Uh, they fly him out uh, to talk to the senator because he claims to have information about Buffalo Bill. They could help her, help them save her daughter because they have. What is it? It's like a, t- a certain time period that he always keeps the girls alive before he kills them. Yeah, it's he like... He wants to loosen them up so yes. he can cut their skin off and make his lady suit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's like 72 hours or 96 hours or yeah, something. Yeah, so they have, a, they have like a deadline. They've got to save her before this period of time ext- er, is finished. Um, so he claims to know who Buffalo Bill is. Which is wild. And he lies mm-hmm. about it mostly. Mostly. Um... There's a real weird, like, almost, like, cartoon Riddler aspect to Hannibal Lecter in this movie that they, oh, yeah. Ted Talley puts in the screenplay just to sort of, like, mm-hmm. speed things up, because it's not really there in the book, but he uses anagrams a lot. Yes. Um, All sorts of uh, anagrams and, like, puzzles and just weird shit. Yes, and then... Like, so, the Fool's Gold thing was very funny. Yeah, like, the fake name that he gives mm-hmm. that's, like, an anagram for uh, pi- or Iron Pyrite, which is Fool's Gold. First of all, it's Iron Sulfide, but... What? Is I'm, it, I'm literally it, looking at it right it's now. Not py- it's not something about pyrite? No. Iron sulfide is, is full scope. Interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> actually, the only reason I happen to know that like off the top of my head is because we just rewatched uh, an episode of that Zac Efron thing on Netflix because we were showing it to somebody. And um, there's... The minimal mineral pyrite, or iron pyrite, also known as fool's gold, is an iron sulfide with yes. the chemical formula. So we're both right. Excellent. <laughs> Go us. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd alert. That's such a hard reaction, though. I was like, no, I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm never wrong. <laughs> like, you were offended. And it's true, I'm right. <laughs> um, but in that Zac Efron thing, um, I think it's a place in... I- was it Iceland, babe? Do you know? I wasn't fucking talking to you. <laughs> I when you said babe. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, not my husband. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Good one, son. Oh my god. <laughs> this is so fucked up. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, but uh, I want to say it's Iceland. Anyways, so there's they, like, are, this like whole area in Iceland is all self-sufficient with their power like because they're 
there's like so many like steam ports that like come up out of the ground. That's cool. They like turn it all into clean energy, and then they pump it back into the ground, like whatever's like left over, because it only creates like like the only like bad thing it produces is gas, like a some sort of sulfuric gas, and then um, they pump it back into the ground, and it literally makes fool's gold and like fake diamonds. Cool. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they sell it to tourists. Yes, actually. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. But I was like, that's really cool. God, other countries are so much cooler than us. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> they, they use the, the, the heat from a volcano that erupts every few months to heat their streets so they don't have to shovel their snow. Like, it's Jesus genius. Christ. It just heats it and melts it just along the street lines perfectly. Yeah, and, like, um, a lot of people, like, will just, like, dig holes in the ground and, like, use the ground heat to, like, cook their food. <laughs> and, like, all this, like, wild shit. Like, <laughs> they're like, we have this, like, free energy. Why not use it? And I'm like, wow, America really fucking sucks. I know. <laughs> it's the worst. Anyways, it's fine. God, I can't even imagine how bad we were before we were great again. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um, hmm. Everyone, everyone go vote, please. Please. <laughs> Anyways, enough about that. Um, but yes, he makes the anagram for uh, Lewis Friend. Yes. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> He just honestly just fucks with everybody the whole time. It's great. It's pretty great. Like, Heike, uh, like, again, power move. Like, yeah. to get what he wants. And I gotta respect it. You know, game respect game. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't have done that. <laughs> I'm also not a serial killer, so. No. It's too late for you, too. What do you mean? You would have, like, started by now if you were gonna be a serial killer. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Hmm. Just by the way that it works. You're also, like, too female. <laughs> Hey, girls could be serial killers too. They're more likely to be like spree killers or mass murderers. <laughs> just like lose our shit one time and just like go on a killing yeah, rampage. You'd be on an episode of Snapped. <laughs> and then I'd end up on an episode of Hot for Justice. And that's when she snapped. Oh my god, Jess would be so excited. <laughs> like you all you guys call me from prison. You get like an exclusive interview. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> then it blows up. Honestly, I think that's a good idea. I should just she becomes like the next uh, Sarah Koenig. <laughs> I should just start killing people. And that's when I wondered, <laughs> do I really believe Jamie? Or am I falling for her? <laughs> she would believe me. She'd bail me out. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. I'd be like a character would just be like, oh yeah, she definitely did it. <laughs> You'd call the prosecution <laughs> and be like, hey. Excuse me? Um, I like... know somebody who drives that car. <laughs> and yes, it does have her name on it. <laughs> uh, fuck. Okay, anyways. Enough about that. <laughs> um, so he eats himself out of his cage. <laughs> Lord Edith and the Lord Yankovic. Me and when I tell you that Audrey and I were crying <laughs> when we saw that, so I was sitting right there, and I just went silent and just was like about to like cry actual tears. And then Audrey's like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "No, look at this." <laughs> it broke me. Uh, good, 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 good. I was also a little drunk, but it was very funny. No, that's fine. You deserve to be. <laughs> I do deserve to be. Thank yeah, you. I can't imagine being you sober. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Just Mom. jokes. <laughs> Just jokes. Only on nights and weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, 
Do you have anything else to say about this film? Uh, just just in very generally, I think this is the best, like one of these kind of serial killer thrillers. It kind of totally. birthed that genre. Like mm-hmm. this movie, I 100% believe is the reason we have like Criminal Minds and shit like that. Oh yeah, like uh, I mean CSI it, and Mindhunter and CSI Miami <laughs> and all the other spinoffs. <laughs> Uh, Miami being the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean best. Okay, are you just referring to like the like sunglasses? Yeah. Like, okay, no, fuck that. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Zach, quit popping to who are you in your head? I can see it. I can see it. Like, the, I can see the gears turning. <laughs> Body bouncing to the beat. Yeah, <laughs> that was going in your head. <laughs> Uh, it's a spectacular movie. Um, it is. Um, apparently, two years ago, Empire ranked it 48 on their list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. Yeah, that's so definitely that's, fair. So that's it a would fun definitely fact. be in my top 10. Oh, yeah. I think. Like, I watched this movie a lot. Yeah, as I say, I think, because the first time I saw it, because my parents definitely was one, like, they wouldn't let me watch for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, I, I think I saw it pretty young. But it was on, like, TV, so, you know, it's it was like difference. Yeah. Um, so it was a little redacted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want to say I was maybe, like, 12 to 15, like, in that age range, mm-hmm. like, when I watched it for the first time, and I've seen it for the last few years, I think, almost once a year. I just, like, I really love all the performances, I mm-hmm. really love the filmmaking. It's a great movie. Um, everyone's, maybe, ev- everyone's delightful. Me being me, mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of the uh, filmmaking in this movie, mm-hmm. um, in Matt Reeves' filmmaking, and in that first trailer for The Batman, mm-hmm. where he's walking down the hallway and it's in first person, all the cops are looking at him, I was like, oh, fuck, that's a Jonathan Demme. He's doing a Jonathan Demme. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd alert. <laughs> uh, no, um... Yeah, if you have not seen Silence of the Lambs, even though we've spoiled quite a bit of it for you, please basically the watch whole fucking Silence thing. of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs is a great American film. No, it's fucking fabulous. Um, like I said, like everyone is just delightfully good. Mm-hmm. Like if even you love playing true monsters. Crime, yeah. If you love thrillers, like this is the one mm-hmm. that spawned them all. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, I couldn't agree more, and I I think this is what made me part of the sick, twisted true crime bitch that I am. Mm-hmm. I think it's Jodie Foster's best performance of her career. Probably. Uh, it might be Anthony Hopkins' best performance of his career. Although we all love him in Mask of Zorro. <laughs> I actually haven't seen that they in five million years. They slap some bronzer so. on his face, and they're like, he's Zorro. Oh, he's the original Zorro. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, right? Right, everybody? And we're like, yeah, sure, why not? We'll buy it. You're selling it. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so next week we're going to talk about um, Ed Gein, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. Um, good old Ed. Oh, no. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ed Gein's like the one serial killer that for a minute I was like really interested in reading about and stuff. And it was because I was like, how old was I? I was like 14. Uh huh. Um, and I had just seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and they were like, it's based on this guy. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> you mean that's real? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, we'll be talking about him and then specifically the book uh, that we reference, or we'll be referencing, I suppose, is uh, called Deviant by Harold Kosher, I believe his name is. It's like... Hold yeah. on. <laughs> Keshner or something? Uh, like Shester. Yeah. So... Shester Sheeta. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm done with your ass. <laughs> this is the last episode of this podcast, actually. It's been real. Um... <laughs> 
Um, if you love Cheetos, <laughs> you know who Chester Cheetos. Um, well, that, first of all, that was way too close to Sweetos, which was their um, failed Sweetos. attempt. That was che- the Cheetos failed attempt at a sweet treat. Oh, interesting. I um, usually love a a, a failed. <laughs> like I'm a big uh, Crystal Pepsi fan. <laughs> well, Crystal Pepsi is actually good. Sweet- no, it is not. It tastes fine. No, it does not. It's literally fine. Wrong. Okay. <laughs> You're like, out of your goddamn mind. When they re-released them a few years ago, I got a couple and they tasted so fine. So did I. Yeah, they're fine. And I could not finish one. <laughs> Crystal Pepsi. It's it. It's drinkable. But also, regular Pepsi is trash. Like, Coke Zero or die. <laughs> uh, I mean, facts. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's also probably why you didn't like it, because it had real fucking sugar no, in it. No, it just tastes like <laughs> not a beverage. You're like, oh, this is a cleaning product? <laughs> it's just Mr. Clean in a bottle. <laughs> okay, we're done now. We're, we, we need to wrap this up. <laughs> wrap it up. And also, all of you should wrap it up. Don't have children. Don't, don't procreate. Get vasectomies. It's reversible if you change your mind. <laughs> Exactly. You should just make it mandatory at the age of, like, 18. Oh, my God. (laughs) And um, let women get hysterectomies if they want to. Don't make them... Yeah, but that's extreme. No, but... uh, A vasectomy is, like, much less invasive. It's reversible. Right, but here's the thing. Hysterectomies are really... I know, but, like, if you're like, I literally never want kids and I never want a period again, why not? Yeah, but a lot can go wrong, and... Meh. Yeah, it's like, if you decide you want to do it, fine. Yeah. That's not the, tr- the point I'm making. I'm just saying, like, no, between the two. No, totally. But, like, literally, um, in most states, you can't actually get one unless you are, like, 30 and or have a husband's consent. Mm. Anybody's husband or your husband? Yours. <laughs> <laughs> so we like... just need a husband. Is there a husband we can talk to? <laughs> This, one, this woman is talking nonsense. Is there somebody's <laughs> husband we can talk to? Um, <laughs> no shit. Um, but even to get your tubes tied, like, mm-hmm. which is far less invasive than a full-on hysterectomy, mm-hmm. um, same shit. Like, if you're under, I think, 28, you have to have, like, spousal approval. Wow. What if you're not married? Doesn't matter. Then you're fucked. And you need somebody else's husband. Apparently! <laughs> like can we you talk can... to a husband, please? No, but you, like, deadass can't make your own decision. It's fucking bullshit. That is crazy. Yep. Anyways, enough about that. I'm, gonna, I'm not yeah. going to get on my full-on... Let's end with that. Yeah, I don't want to get on my women's rights soapbox. <laughs> but anyways, toodaloo, and we'll talk about Ed Gein next week. Anybody out there, if you want a man's consent for anything, I'll just write, sign a piece of paper for it. You can have whatever you want. <laughs> Ladies, if you need a hysterectomy or a, t- a, a tubal ligation, <laughs> Jackson will sign your forms for you. <laughs> I'll do anything. Don't say that. I'll do anything. You shouldn't say that on the internet. I used to volunteer and like walk people to the door and Planned Parenthood and shit. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, yeah, they're doing that in Walnut Creek right now because there's hella protests. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I'll smash some faces. <laughs> no, like... Um, this, uh, Somebody got, like, pepper sprayed yeah. by, like, a counter-protester, right? Yeah. Yeah, I read that. Uh, it was fucking wild. Oh. Um, someone I know was there. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Like, in the face. And uh, uh, it was, like, her buddy. Oof. Like, that, like, got pepper sprayed. Anyways. I digress. Mm. Um, bye! Bye! <laughs>